You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. And welcome to episode 34 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli, and with me, as always, are my geeky co-hosts, Vicki Stokes. Hello. And Suze Gilbert. Hi, everyone. Hope everybody is well tonight. Yep. Well, I'm, I'm sad tonight. My son came to visit from Maine for a week, and he's gone back to Maine. It was really hard. It's yeah. like, move to Texas, please, <laughs> and move to Texas. He had a baby, and then he just walked away. <laughs> He's my eldest baby, but, you know, they're always your babies, no matter mm-hmm. how old they are. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, don't you want to live near mom and dad and your brother? <laughs> He's probably thinking, really, mom? Yeah, really, like, no. <laughs> I, I think the Kennedys had it right, building a compound, you know? <laughs> I like that two of my kids aren't aren't living here anymore but they live about two miles away yeah see that's that would be fine that would absolutely be fine he doesn't have to live you know with us but it would be nice you know nearby i mean as it is you know maine is a poke really from texas yeah even by plane you know so i mean it's a different uh, yeah but we had a great time we brought him to a cowboys game and i for those listeners out there that know i'm a a patriots fan no i have not switched Allegiance. I will never be a Cowboys fan, but my son is a huge Cowboys fan. Really? <sighs> yeah. Why? I I don't know why. Trust me. And he's a Yankees fan. I don't even want to tell Elisa this. Oh, I don't. He's I don't Yankees like him already. Fan. I don't like I him already. <laughs> he likes gray and blue. Well, that's okay. Like those colors. Let him like the Yankees because right now they're about what five and a half games out of first, and the Red Sox are in first place. Yes. Yes. And they have a Roy too. Oh, so there you go. Don't even get me started. Don't. We, we're not even going to. Go there, <laughs> but no. I can't but see how actually, he's a cowboy fan. I can't see how he's a cowboy fan. He didn't live in the South. I grew up in the South, so I, that's all we had to see. So I didn't yeah. know any better. Well, you know, I was intimidated, Vicky. I actually went out, and I will not buy anything that says Cowboys or Dallas on it. Dallas Cowboys, I just won't, because I'm a huge Patriots fan. And I was going to wear my Patriots shirt with Tom Brady on the back, but I thought, uh. I don't know, because this is real cowboys country here. So I bought a star. It's a blue star T-shirt to wear to the game. And my youngest son was disgusted with me. He said, really, Mom? I said, yep. I said, I I don't know if I'm strong enough to be booed out of the stadium. But it's a huge stadium. I mean, and I'll have to, you know, there's it's something interesting about Jerry World. Um, that's what they call it, you know, Cowboy Stadium. They call it, well, it's AT&T Stadium now. But what's interesting is they had this huge jumbotron in the middle of the field on both sides. And it's so distracting that you find that when you're at the game, you're not watching the play on the field. You're watching the darn Jumbotron. And I'm thinking, you pay all this money for Cowboys tickets because they're very, very pricey tickets. And um, you're watching the game on the Jumbotron. It's just, it's a very odd thing. I think it's distracting. I'd actually prefer just to watch it on, you know, the TV. I don't know if we'd go again. But anyway. So that was my big experience this week, and I went to a Cowboys game. Well, two of my kids would like that. I have two kids who are Cowboy fans, one who's Buffalo Bills and a husband who's New York Giants, and I can't stand football, so... Oh, I love football. It doesn't matter to me. I'm actually thinking about joining a fantasy football league this year. Oh, so. my husband's already had a... He's in a, he's in a, 
couple of them, and he's already had a few drafts. Wow. And he's got another one on Friday. Well, season, yeah, does the season start next week? Uh-huh. Yeah, so they've got to have the, the drafts. Yeah, so, well, we'll see. But I'll tell you, I really do love football. That is my sport. Although, speaking of baseball, have you seen 42? I know. I think we talked about this before. Have no, you seen I haven't 42? seen it yet. I highly recommend that movie. Yeah, it's that on our list. just an awesome movie, is, is um, 42. Yeah. My favorite baseball movie is The Sandlot. Oh, I know. I love, I love it. Sandlot. We were talking about that today. We were, um, the boys, we were talking about, you know, when I first rented that from uh, Home Vision. I don't know if you had a Home Vision in New York or no. California. But uh, they, it, nobody had heard of it. So the boys watched it, and they just kept asking me to keep renting it and renting it and renting it. And um, we, I swear to God, we, were al- we always had that tape out every week from home vision they they had memorized all the dialogue in that movie yeah so when it finally came out to buy i bought it for him but that mm-hmm. is a classic yeah voice it's such film. a fun and movie girls film. Yeah, yeah it's a fun movie yeah but we what uh this week's episode is not about football or baseball <laughs> or sports we wanted to talk about back to school a lot of colleges have already begun i know around here they started today a lot of schools have already gone back we start next week I know Mississippi started, I think, about three weeks ago, maybe, and San Francisco started last week. Vicki? No. No, okay. Well, I know you don't have kids, so he's probably off your, <laughs> off your radar. But, yeah, kids, so we wanted to give you some ideas for some back-to-school apps or items that might be helpful. Now, Vicki does have an appointment in a little while, so Vicki is going to go over uh, her picks first so that she can get to her appointment when it's time. So, Vicki, what would you like to share with the, uh, the listeners? Okay, um, I saw this on, um, um, I got something, you know, you, you have a Google account, you, you see all the Google stuff, and it's Google Chromecast. I think it's really cool, it's cheap, it's only like $35, and basically it allows you to project your video or uh, stream uh, video to your TV. Uh, it's a media streaming device, and I think it was um, just last week or so, a couple of weeks ago, that they announced it. Um, uh, it the, at the time, they also were offering three months of Netflix with the device. Um, but it's really a simple a device. What it, what you do is it's a HDMI dongle, and you physically plug that into the HD TV. Uh, uh, into a TV that has high definition uh, or any other display, uh, display. I don't I don't think it really matters so long as you have an HDMI interface and it wirelessly connects to a local Wi-Fi network and allows you to stream video uh, on your local area network it gets you to stream the video and the cast content uh, from a Android or iOS device or PC or Mac um and it is really, it's just, it looks like, um, what, what I'm trying to say, you know, those little um, a USB um, key fob things that you use for um, a storing data on. What do they call those things? Oh, a thumb drive? <laughs> thumb drive, yeah, thumb drive. It looks like a little small thumb drive. It's just that small. <laughs> I got a brain think of what it was. <laughs> Um, yeah, like a flash drive, and uh, it had, you, you have to find the HDMI, HDMI connector 
at the other end of the uh, USB port and there's a reset button and uh, tells you the status of the LED. I have to read this because I don't have one. I was trying to buy, get one before the broadcast and it didn't come in time. So, um, But I think this is going to be way cool. It's really inexpensive. Uh, it comes with a little doggle uh, USB uh, HDMI interface cable power, of course. And uh, for 35 bucks, you can't lose. You know, especially they're give you three months of Netflix for free. Mm. What do you guys think? Well, that right there almost pays for it because Netflix is $8 a month if you're streaming. Yeah. So right there is $24. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm not a big Google fan, but when they do something right, I just say, you know, hey, if it works, you know, I'm, a, I'm assuming this thing works fine. Yeah. I haven't read any comments of anybody saying it didn't, that it wasn't really simple. My issue would be uh, how easy it, it is to for that gateway to work. Would, would it be interference? Will it drop connections? Those kinds of things. Or would it be slow? Or uh, I don't know what kind of land access kit we have in the dorm. Uh, will it be you know a strong enough signal? That could be the only problem that I could think of. Mm. But you can also broadcast on the screen presentations um, for, you know, school. So that's another cool. Oh, yeah. You should. Yeah. Yep. Chromecast, $35 from, from Google. And keep on a Google um, uh, rant. They also have some really inexpensive Chromebooks. Samsung has probably the cheapest one. It's thin. It's supposedly very lightweight. For two hundred and forty nine dollars, I have a bunch of friends at work now. They were talking about buying uh, computers and things for their kids, and um, one of the criteria is that it's inexpensive because the kids lose things, they break, and they they don't want to spend a lot of money for something that if you want a PC that you spend a lot of money for and it's not going to last for the four years that they're in school, and if it's going to break, at least they didn't invest that much money on it. Um, that it's it varies. You can add a bunch of specs to them, and 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 price can go up. But the Samsung one is really small. It's an eleven inch screen, and I believe it weighs a little less than three pounds, like two and a half pounds, something like that. And it's a battery power about six and a half hours, which is not bad uh, for for school. They claim it boots up in less than ten seconds. I wonder what they have running on that to make it run boot up that fast. You must not have a lot of applications. And um, you get 100 gigabytes of Google Drive free for two years. That's pretty cool. I know in school, I had to do a lot of stuff with, uh, uh, data uh, files on. Um, I had the little flash drives that I, we would use. And you quickly run out of space on those. Um, so what do you guys think about the Chromebook? I think there's two schools of thought as far as getting the inexpensive computer. On the one hand, yeah, if your child has a tendency to break things or lose things, you do want to get something less expensive. But at the same time, if it's not going to last, what difference does it make mm. getting something inexpensive? I bought my son, um, my, my second son, when he went to college, I got him, a, I think it was a MacBook at the time. And it lasted him all four years of college. When he went to grad school, I got him a MacBook Pro, but that MacBook still works. And I bought that in 2005. 
and his MacBook Pro still works great. So it's, yeah, so it's almost like you're getting what you pay for. But I think for the price point, I mean, let's face it, Apple products are not the most inexpensive products on the planet. And I know that Google and, you know, Samsung have really been hitting Apple hard with everything. But I think as far as a price point, I think Vicky has a point, you know, bringing this up is that, you know, not everybody has, you know, $500 to shell out for an iPad or $600. And this might be um, a, a very viable alternative for people that, you know, want to give their kids, you know, a pretty fast laptop to be able to do things. And, you know, like you were saying, Elisa, if it gets damaged, at least they haven't put out, you know, hundreds of, uh, of dollars. So right. I don't know. I, th- I think that's a good price point because kids, Maine had, I think, and we've talked about this before the podcast, you know, Maine, uh, um, they do a laptop program. And they were giving, I think um, at the time it was either fourth or fifth graders, laptops, and they followed them through school, and of course they would maintain it and blah, blah, blah. Now they switched over to iPads, but, you know, kids are rough with things, let's face it. You know, their minds are going a hundred different places a minute, and sometimes they're not the most responsible beings on on Earth. So I think this is actually a neat idea. I've been looking at it, and uh, I haven't really heard about much about it. Uh, Vicky, until you brought it up, so I've just been doing some, you know, searching on it while we were you've been talking, and I think it, you know, if I had a kid and I didn't want to spend, I mean, for two fifty, really, that's very affordable, and it, and they also have an Acer one that's at a uh, hundred ninety nine dollars. That's pretty decent, I think. Yeah, but I think it also depends on what they need. Like for example, a friend of mine, her daughter started school today. She's a sophomore. And she needed a new computer, so my friend called me, and I said, well, you know me. I'm going to tell you to get a MacBook Pro, but her daughter just needs it to write papers. That's it, and just to do a little bit of browsing and email. She doesn't really do anything with it, doesn't really do much with music or nothing with videos, nothing with pictures. So for her, something like this would be perfect. She ended up getting a, I think, a three or $400 computer. Then she was asking me about well, how do I get an inexpensive copy of Microsoft Word? I said, well, you don't need that. If she's only going to be writing papers, download OpenOffice. It's free. And that's exactly what she did. Good. Her, yeah. You know, her needs were very, her needs, are, her needs are not like what the three of us need. We need something more. No. And for a school kid, though, they need, they need the ability to write papers. They need the ability to, to, to search. You know, they have to have a search engine and, and look up things. Um, they don't necessarily have to have apps, you know, um, but I think everyone needs to have a laptop because really it becomes to the point if you if kids don't have a laptop and they can't do things on a computer, then you have the have and the have nots. You know, you absolutely have to have something affordable for, for people that, um, you know, kids absolutely need to learn on a computer. They, they really do. I, I, I think it's really interesting. I was reading an article on a blog not so long ago that was lamenting um, that kids are no longer learning cursive. They're learning just printing because that's what they do. They print. They don't write cursive. That blew me away because I love cursive writing, but you know, but my son prints most of the Mm -hmm. time. And I thought, wow, that's, that's a really interesting uh, thing because I hadn't really given it much thought. I had always learned the Palmer method, you know, when I was in school, and they're no longer teaching it. Many schools are no longer teaching it. I'm the only one in my family who uses cursive. Yeah, it's just interesting how we're evolving, 
you know, even the handwriting and what we read and do and everything in our life to be, uh, you know, very uh, technological driven. So it's interesting. But Vicki, I'll tell you, if I had a kid right now in school, this would be good. The way they bang things around, you're darn right. Vicki had an appointment she had to get to, so if she gets back in time, she will join us. If not, uh, Suzanne and I are going to continue with our choices for back-to-school items. What do you recommend, Suzanne? Well, for my first thing that I'm going to talk about is I have succumbed to watching Breaking Bad. And Mm -hmm. part of Breaking Bad, as you know, uh, when the opening credits come up, they have uh, the periodic table uh, two elements that come up for Breaking Bad, BR and BA. So when my, talk about geekoids, my son and my husband were out having gelato the other night, and I said, so guys, you know, I was just being a, a smart aleck, I said, so what is BR and, you know, BA? So then what we did is we went through the whole periodic table, and it was amazing, those two, my son and my um, my husband, how many of the periodic table, the elements that they knew. And so I ended up, I remembered I had purchased this uh, app uh, last November when it was on sale. It's called The Elements, a visual exploration. It is. It was on sale for $9.99. It's currently $13.99. It's pretty much the normal price. What is beautiful about this app is that when you open up, it has all of the elements in the periodic table. And when you open this app, it has a 3D image of that element that you can rotate. So you can see all sides of this, you know, absolutely, you know, beautiful element, whether it's uh, bromine or barium or carbon. And then what it tells you, it tells you the melting point. It gives you a lot of scientific information about, you know, how much of this element is in the human body, what's what's in the Earth's crust, um, it, it does a lot of the scientific things uh, as far as that, how it reacts with other elements. It also gives you things that are made from that element, which is really interesting. It's, it's probably the most beautiful app outside of the Book of Kells that I have on my iPad. I mean, it's, it's very, very well done. And the information is through Wolfram Al- Alpha. And so um, I think that if you have... Uh, a child that is taking chemistry. This is a really fabulous app for them to learn their periodic table. Because, you know, if if I had had this when I was in high school, I could have learned that so easily because I'm very, I'm a visual learner and this is a very visual app. And it gives you a lot of great information with it, uh, some really good stories and anecdotes about elements. So, um, I would highly recommend this app. It's called the Elements of Visual Exploration. It's just it's just beautiful. Cool. That is cool with Breaking Bad. Pardon? That is cool with Breaking Bad, how they... Yeah, I, I like it too. You know, and it's... it's I can't believe I'm so hooked on this show. We're, we're watching it through Netflix. But it is a pretty... Um, it's a pretty addicting show, all the, of the human dynamic. To see someone that is a, a reputable high school teacher go to the dark side, it's, a, it's very interesting character development, I think. So, so that's, that's my recommendation. I think even though it's a little pricier as far as an app for you know, $14, I think um, you know, if you go out and you get flashcards, you, you know, what, whatever 
items you get for a child to learn, I think this is a great deal. So if your student has an iPad, one of the things that I recommend is that they use an iPad cover of some sort. That's just me. I know a lot of people like to have naked iPads, but especially if you're a student and you've got this in your backpack, you need to have it protected. And what I bought for my iPad 4 is called the Kensington Key Folio. Now, the list price is $100 for this, but right now you can get it on Amazon. Depending on the color, there's four different colors, and I don't know why they give you a different price for the color, but you can get it around the $60 range. Like right now I'm looking, it's got the red one, which is the one that I really wanted. It right now is $31.04. Tomorrow it could be $100 again. I think mine was about $35, but it was a Cyber Monday special, so I got mine mine really cheap. But basically what this is, is you slide it in on the right side, so it's protected. You have a center uh, piece of elastic where you can put a stylus, and on the left side is where you put the Bluetooth keyboard. Hmm. So you can, I don't, to be honest, I don't use the keyboard very much. What I do is, it's hard to explain this when it's not visual, but you put it down on the table, so the part with the keyboard, as if you were typing, so it's in landscape, uh, yeah, it's in landscape mode, and that's how I use it to watch podcasts, to watch Netflix, to watch Amazon Prime. If I'm watching any kind of video, this is what I use to watch. You have different angles on the positioning to make it more comfortable for your eyes, depending on where you place it on your table. It's made of leather. I've been using it, and I love it. I love this case. Um, I'm holding on to it right now. The color I'm not too thrilled with because it's a brown, but otherwise, this case I love. In fact, uh, a few weeks after I got it, a friend of mine got her very first iPad, her very first Apple product. She was so excited. She said, what do you recommend? I showed her what I had. She bought it. And to this day, every time I see her, she still thanks me for recommending <laughs> this case. I'm like, okay, okay, you thanked me. Let me buy you lunch. This I love this case. Like, you don't have to buy me lunch. It's okay, you know? <laughs> So she really, really loves this case. Um, it doesn't have, um, and I don't know why, this is, like I said, this is the brown one. It doesn't have an elastic band to keep it closed where hers does. She ordered the black one, and it's got that little piece of elastic so it doesn't it stays closed. But I've never had a problem with it opening up when I've used it for traveling. So that's probably the only gripe I have with it. And when you're... And this- I'm sorry, does this have a, a Bluetooth keyboard? It has it a Bluetooth keyboard that works great. Yeah. Um, and when, you're, when you don't have the keyboard in here, when you take it out and you close the cover onto the iPad, it's mm-hmm. um, covered in felt, so it doesn't damage the screen. I do have a screen protector on, but in case you don't, uh, the felt doesn't damage anything, which is nice. It looks really nice. They are. I mean, I'm... I'm really happy. Nice. I, I like it. I'm, yeah. Like I said, the, only, I, the black one, I'm looking at the picture right now. I like black. I always get black. For, yeah, the I do black have a... one, for some reason, has that elastic band that keeps it closed. Ah, uh, okay. Yes, I like the I like the red one, but for the, Cy- the Cyber Monday, so you have the, the light brown one. The Cyber mm-hmm. Monday sale, the light brown was the only one. And it was like, I want to say I paid $34 for it. Wow. Yeah, it was... And then free shipping because it was Amazon Prime. So I paid next to nothing. I said, eh, 
where the red one That's and the black ones were deal. in the 60s or 70s. Normally... Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This price is $100. Yeah. So when I saw that, I said, mine. Now, and you got this for your iPad 4, correct? Yes. Yeah. I bought that. Okay. I bought that on um, Black Friday. And then that Monday, when they had the Cyber Monday sales, I saw this and said, okay, that's what I'm getting. And I've been using it ever since. And I love it. Because uh, I'm looking at, they're all about $100 right here. Yep. Yeah. The list price for all of them are 100 Right, Right now, as of recording, the black one is fifty-eight fifty-four, and so is the dark brown, and so is the light brown. And the... Wait, what just happened? The red one just went up. It did? I'm looking at this oh, 99 no, here it is. Here it is. I'm sorry. I, look, <laughs> I didn't put the button. The red one is thirty-one oh four. Thirty-one dollars and four cents for the red. What one. you have to? Where where do you see that? You have to click. You can't if you if you just highlight over it. Oh. it you have to actually click. So the black. That's a good tip. That's a good tip for listeners who are listening to this. If you go to Kensington. Um, oh, I'm not on Kensington. Sh- I'm, I'm on Amazon. Oh, because I'm looking. Kensington is eighty-four. Mm-hmm. I'm on Amazon. So if you go on Amazon, the black one is fifty-eight fifty-four. The dark brown is sixty-one ninety-nine. The light brown is sixty seven oh three, which is strange, and the red one is thirty one oh four. So right now the red one is the cheapest. Oh man, that's a great deal. Yeah, it is. I like the color of that too. And free shipping sold from Circuit City within Amazon. Now you know two hours from now the price could change. You know how Amazon is, but right now. But it usually they usually run in the fifty to sixty dollar price range. So yeah, that's not bad. I yeah because most and folios I, I really, just, really like it. Just and so listeners know, yeah, just so listeners know, most key uh, most folios for your iPad that have a Bluetooth keyboard run about a hundred bucks. So if you if you can get it on Amazon, you know, for for a price like this, that's a great great deal. Fabulous deal. Well, my next thing, are we ready for me to go on? Mm-hmm. Okay. My next thing is, this is a really, um, this, this I think, falls in the category of a cute item. It's definitely not necessary. But if your kids are going to school with an iPad or a, a touchscreen tablet and they need a stylus, this is the cutest stylus out there. It is by Griffin. It's called a number two pencil stylus. It's $20.00 on the Griffin site, so you might be able to find it cheaper on Amazon. But it looks just like a number two pencil with the eraser and everything. But at the very oh, tip, instead of, being, instead of being a pencil, it um, is a stylus. So any touch screen um, you can use this with. And I just think that is really great, especially if kids have to take notes and they're using their iPad or they're drawing on their iPad. Uh, this would be, I think, a, just a great stylus for them to use. And what I like about it is the length because it actually mimics a number two pencil. So you know how those pencils are, you know, quite long. Well, this is probably one of the longer stylus I've ever seen. So looks really, really nice. That is cute. I know. I, I'm tempted to get it just for the cute factor. Well, the one thing but I, I think, like that's nice about this is the hexagon shape. Is that what it is? Yes. So that it doesn't roll yeah. off your off your table. No. Which is what it says no. here, which is nice. Yeah, I think I think it's a really really nice um, nice you know stylus and you know if parents are looking to you know give their kids a little something to for school or 
or they want to find a stylist. And some styli are very, very expensive. I mean, you can get cheap ones at, you know, through Amazon or through um, Best Buy or something. But this one is nice because I think, you know, with kids' hands, you know, it's nice to have that longer stylus. I, I personally like the Wacom Bamboo stylus, but that's not a long stylus. And I like the length of this one. So, so anyway, that is my recommendation. Well, I'm going to go back to another case for the iPad. This one's called, it's Kensington again, it's called the Key Cover Hard Shell Bluetooth Keyboard Cover and Stand. And this is a product that I am in the process of reviewing for MyMac.com. I just haven't written anything up yet. But what this is, okay, is you take your iPad and you put it face down into this. So the back of your iPad is going to be totally exposed and it covers just the front. So if you have any problems with fear of scratching, you might want to stay away, possibly, if that bothers you. But something like this is much lighter than an actual cover, so it's great for bringing to class. When you pop it out of the case, the case itself is a Bluetooth keyboard. And it hmm. also has, and it really works well. And within the Bluetooth keyboard, you have all the, uh, you have the volume control, the home button, You've got uh, cut, copy, and paste, which is nice. You've got, uh, you can lock the screen immediately. Uh, let's see, it's got um, the internet button. It's just got a lot of different buttons on here. It also has a stand so that when you put your, your iPad in to use it or to watch a video or whatever, you can put it either in landscape or portrait. A lot of them can hmm. only do one or the other. It's only in landscape or it's only in portrait. This way you can do one or the other. Well, that's neat. Which is nice. And then, yeah. so you bring it to your class and then you can take your notes. And then when you're done at the end of your class, you can just take your iPad off, close the, um, the stand, your little button that pops open and just pop it closed again. And then take it face down, push it down into the cover and throw it in your backpack and gone to your next class or whatever it is you have to do. The price for this is at this moment it lists for $79.99. It's on Amazon right now for $47.44. And of course, when you listen to this, it could be a little more, a little less, but figure somewhere in the high 40s, low 50s. It's a nice way to bring your iPad even to work. If you if you're not in school, you're listening to this and you have a job, uh, you can just bring this to work with you if you need something that's very lightweight. It's uh, it's less than a pound. It's fifteen point two yeah. ounces. Wow. So, yep. So once uh, once I use a little bit more, I'll be writing a full review on mymac.com. But so far, I like it. So far, I do like it. Well, my next, I have a uh, case too that you know we were just talking about cases, and I don't know if you've ever seen this one, Lisa. I think this would be a great case for kids or you know whether it, uh, they're in high school or college it's called the book pad b-o-o-q-p-a-d comes in different colors it's $49.95 through their website but what I like about this particular folio is that you have you put in your iPad on the left side so it's protected you, you put it you in, put it in the insert and then in the middle of the case it has a place to put a pen or a stylus and then on the right side, you actually have a notepad. And it also has some uh, folders underneath where you can put papers or, or you know, um, class schedules. 
I think it's actually a great idea because, uh, you know, that way if they need to take notes quickly and, and or they need to use their iPad in conjunction with taking notes, you can. I think it's very clever. Um, you can put business cards in there. You can, uh, it's, you can, um, replace the notepads. It comes with uh, a 50 sheet notepad. So, you know, you can of course replace that when it's, when it's used up, but it has a snap cover and I just think it looks really smart. Mm. I just, uh, I like it a lot. Yeah. And the price is I, good. I think the price for a folio is, is really a good color. Yeah. I mean, a really good price. It doesn't come in really funky colors. I mean, they have, if, if, uh, there was a woman that wanted some funky colors, they have like a purple plum, but you know, I always go for black anyway. And they have like a black gray, they have a black, they have a black stone, they have a gray. So, I mean, they're, they're very neutral colors aside from the uh, purple plum, but I just like the fact that this is a really very useful, um, notepad. And even for executives, you know, if they're bringing their iPad into meetings, you know, sometimes it's very hard to break habits when you're used to just writing notes on a on a piece of paper. So this way, you have everything right at your fingertips. Hmm. So, I would I would definitely recommend the book pad, and you'll find the link you know in the show notes. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So now that you're in class, and you have got your iPad, and your keyboard, and your cover of choice, it's now time to take notes. How do you take notes? Well, one of the ways you can use it is one of the apps you can use. It's for the iPad, or you can get it for the Mac. is called IA Writer. It's currently four ninety nine on sale for the Mac, and it requires Mac OS ten point six or later. And for the iPad and the iPhone, it's on sale for ninety nine cents. Regular price is four ninety nine, and it requires iOS five point or later. Now, how long these prices are going to be on sale, I don't know, um, but as of time of recording, these are the prices. Um, IA Writer can sync with Dropbox, which is nice. You can email it when you're done. You can copy it. You can preview it. You can print it. You can open it in another application. You can then email the formatted text, copy the formatted text, copy the HTML code, and you can print it formatted. So it does an awful lot. What I like to do is if I'm writing on the iPad, I will put it in my Dropbox, which I can then just drag into my Mac, and then I can continue writing. So it's it's a nice, quick way. And the nice thing is it everything else is gone. As you're writing, everything else disappears. So all you see is what you're writing on at that very moment. Hmm. So right now, if you don't have it for 99 cents, it's worth it's worth getting for the iPad. I don't use it on the iPhone because the iPhone's just too small for me. But for 99 cents, and I I I want to say I paid two dollars when I bought it, but I don't remember. And I don't have it on my Mac because on my Mac I do use text edit. But for people who do like to have want to be able to start on one start. Start on their iPad with one app and continue on your Mac on the same app, and vice versa. Four ninety nine right now for the Mac. Wow! Like I said, it's got that Dropbox capability, so that it's very easy to sync your documents. Which I I can't see anybody not having Dropbox. Oh gosh, I use Dropbox. That's probably mm-hmm. the app I use every single day. Absolutely. You know. So yeah. Well, my next app is um, it, it's an interesting app. I. I think. I wish I had had this when I was in school. Trust me, I really wish I had had this. It's called iHomework. 
It is $1.99 in the App Store. It is an iPhone, an iPad, or an iPod Touch, and a Mac app as well. So what's nice about this particular app is that you can it has iCloud. Um, you can it enables i when you enable iCloud, you can sync throughout your devices. So, if you have your uh, MacBook Pro or you know your iPad or your iPhone, you can you know sync all the information. But what this allows you to do is you can keep track of all of your homework and your assignments. So you can put your projects, your homeworks, your actual uh, homeworks, listen to me, your homework, uh, multiple homework, um, into assignments, and it allows you to select the day, the week, and then you can put in your course, you know, your syllabus and your course list, which is really nice, so put all your classes in there, and it keeps track and, gi and gives you reminders uh, when things are due. I think that's really, really great. Also, you can put your reading assignments in there. Uh, any type of you know book assignments that you have, and you can also prioritize them. You know, so you can um, you know the, if the homework's a, a particular pr uh, priority. I think this is really a fabulous app for two dollars. It, it you know to keep track of your due dates on everything. And if you're on your you know you open up your MacBook Pro, if you had put it on your phone during class, then it'll sync right with your uh, with your. Uh, iMac uh, or your uh, iMac or your MacBook Pro, so I think that's I think that's a really great app for kids to have. Um, you know, especially those that have AP classes or you know a full course load. To it's it's easy to get uh, sidetracked and forget about things. So and you can also put in deadlines like college application deadlines. So you can keep track of that as well. So. Cool. So that is iHomework, and it's gotten pretty good reviews in the App Store. It's by Paul Pallone. So if people are looking for that particular app, it's uh, by uh, Paul Pallone, and he does uh, have a website as well. Mm -hmm. Well, the next one that I have might seem a little strange, but it's called Seven, which is an exercise app. Now there's a couple of them in the in the app store and I know I have three of them. Two of them are free, one is paid for and I haven't even opened up the other two. But this one is just called 7, spelled out, but when you look at the app, it's like a bluish green with the number 7 on the on the front of it. And the reason why I chose this is because it's called 7-minute workout with high intensity interval training challenge. And as, you know, those of us know who've been to college, they have what they call the freshman 15, which yeah. is when people... I thought it was the freshman 20 or the sophomore 20. No, I thought they called it the freshman 15, <laughs> where okay. the first year of school is when you are gaining all that weight. So what I like about this app, I've been doing it for a couple of days. And if when you look at it initially, you say... Yeah, so what's the big deal? It's 12 different exercises, and they're just basic exercises. They're just um, jumping jacks, a wall sit, push-ups, crunches, squats, uh, plank, lunges. So nothing, nothing difficult, and you don't need any equipment except for a folding chair. A folding chair actually works best. But if you don't even have a folding chair, you can adapt the two exercises that require it. You do each exercise for 30 seconds. You rest for 10 seconds, and you do this 12 times, 12 different exercises. So you're actually 
working out for six minutes, resting for a minute and 50 seconds for a total of seven minutes and 50 seconds. So you're saying, so what, 30 seconds? What's the big deal? Yeah, well, I thought that too. By the time you hit the fifth exercise, you are panting. (laughs) The cardio, I mean, I'm in pain. Between that and doing Pilates the other day, Saturday had an hour Pilates class, my my butt and my stomach are still killing me because I did this workout before I went to the gym and did Pilates. Like, what was I thinking? This is really, it's, 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 I don't want to say it's hard as in impossible, but it's definitely something that when you're done, you know, you did a workout, even though it only took you seven or eight minutes. And I think Hmm. no matter how busy you are, you can find the seven minutes and 50 seconds to do this. Like I said, they're not hard exercises, but the fact that you're doing them for 30 seconds, resting for 10, boom, you're on your next exercise. And what it does is it gives you, um, it shows you how to do them. It says there's a a category called learn so that you can, shows you how to do them. Then it has achievements. So you have things like a seventh month challenge how many times you've worked out consecutive days, if you've worked out for a month, if you did two circuits in one day, if you did five circuits in one day, did you work out for seven months in a row? Did you um, work out between four and seven o'clock in the morning? Did you work out between eight and 12 at night? Did you work out morning, afternoon, evening, and night? It just gives you these little achievements. Um, Then you can track your progress. It gives you a it tells you uh, like how many times you worked out over the course of time. You can mail it to somebody, email it to somebody, Twitter it, message it to somebody. Um, oops, cancel that, put that done. And then it's got a little calendar that shows you what days you actually worked out with a little green bar. And it updated today. And what it did is you can now adjust the timing. So if you think 30 seconds is too long at first, you can adjust it down. Or if 30 seconds isn't enough, you can make it a little bit longer. Uh, You can also switch it up. So instead of always doing exercise one at, you know, episode one, two, three, four, in that exact order every time, you can hit the mix it up button. So you'll still do the same 12 exercises, but now you'll do them in a different order, which is what I changed mine to. I told it to mix it up for the next time I do it, which will be tomorrow. I gave myself today off. But this is, um, it's based, I think it's based on the American Medical Association I believe mm-hmm. uh, I also saw it in a fitness magazine. That well, that being said, that being said, the nurse in me is going to tell anybody that before they attempt something like this, they want to make sure they get cleared with their physician that an app like this and interval training is okay for them to do. You know, because some people that um, you know have heart conditions or. Um, other conditions really need to make sure that this, you know, is, is okay to do that interval training because there seems to be a lot of cardio. So, you know, it's, it's always a good thing with any type of exercise app if that if you have underlying medical conditions or, you know, just medical conditions that you make sure you, you know, re, uh, just run it by your physician to make sure those things are mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if, if this is something that you can do, or, or if you're the kind of person that just doesn't have time, you have a, you know, too much going on with your family life, your work, uh, you can, this is, a great, this is a great way to exercise in just a couple of minutes and feel like you actually exercised as opposed mm-hmm. to doing, because I do have some apps where it just says you only need three or four minutes and you don't really feel like you did anything. I feel like I did something when I'm done with this. 
I, I did yoga studio, I think it was yoga studio, a couple weeks ago. It is a very high-intensity yoga routine, which I didn't know. And I thought I was going to die, so I need something a little less, a little less strenuous um, with yoga. Oh my gosh, because it's very repetitive. You know, you do things, uh, you repeat like the same motion, you know, for I don't know five or six times, and you might think that's not a lot, but when you're doing it really fast, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, like oh, I want my other yoga mm-hmm. back. <laughs> well, Vicky's back. Vicky. Hey, Vicky. Hey. Took care of what you needed to take right. care of. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Um, you, you guys want me to start talking about the battery you tell us, oh, yes. tell us about that battery backup. I got this thing, and I love it. It's called an Anchor Astro 3E. Really, really not a really cool name. It's a cool product. Uh, and they don't, even, they don't really have a... Um, Sorry, you guys. Sorry, I just started the workout that Elisa mentioned and then blew a whistle and scared the daylights out of Okay, I thought I heard something. <laughs> that, that sounds familiar. Oh, my God. Yeah. My face is bright red right now. It's scared. I jumped 10 feet and almost dropped my iPad. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, I saw this uh, online, um, and I was looking for a backup for my... Uh, Actually, for my um, sister's uh, computer, <laughs> um, a battery uh, pack, and um, you can hear that phone. Yes, we can. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me answer this. Oh, they hung up. Thank you. Good. Anyway, and I saw it. I said, uh, there are a bunch of people reviewing it, and then um, online, and then it just so happened that. Uh, the local news guy did something on back to school products, and this is one of the things he just was talking about. And I just seen it on uh, online, so I didn't really know what it was. Because if you the the Amazon uh, write up on it, you see it's just a bunch of words and it's just device in there. It does not look sexy at all. It doesn't really explain what it does. But the guy I did on TV, and I was like, oh, that's what it does. That's what's so great about this. So many people really like it. And what it does is that it backs up your iOS devices, uh, that is your iPhone, your um, iPads, and it also does other phones like Samsung Galaxy, the HTC One, and so on, Galaxies. Um, and what's great about it for me is that it can back up my iPad and iPhone at the same time. What I've been doing is uh, putting either charging my iPhone or charging my iPad. I like to have my iPad on my nightstand near me, and unfortunately, I only have one outlet there. So, what's cool about this is that I can charge both of them at the very same time. It can do. Uh, it can. I think it can charge the iPhone like four to five times on a single charge. Uh, I believe the iPad um, twice. It's pretty cool. I actually tried this. I I have backed up my iPhone four times on that one charge. And I did my iPad twice, so it's actually true that it does work that well. And you can uh, recharge the battery by hooking it to your, um, your, your Mac or your PC through the USB port. Or you can hook, uh, you can connect it to a, um, what kind of adapter they said? 
a five, uh, uh, one and a half amp adapter, which is one of those typical ones that you have with like the Blackberries and the different uh, micro USB uh, interfaces that they have. Um, uh, so you probably already have an adapter, but that it does not include that adapter. It comes with a bunch of other uh, uh, adapters for the phones, but just about every phone that you can think of, they have an adapter for it. Um, I wasn't. I was uh, for the iPhone five. You actually need to use the iPhone five adapter because they only have it for the iPhone four and, and older phones. Uh, and most people who have iPhone 5s probably already have that adapter. Um, I just love this thing. It's just like uh, a really uh, cool product. It weighs a little bit heavier than I would like it to carry around with me every day. I leave it at home um, and I don't really take it with me. Um, but I guess a college student could throw it in their backpack. It's really not that heavy. Uh, I don't see what the weight is. Twelve. Yeah, I see it. 12.3 ounces. Yep, 12.3 ounces. Yeah. Um, it's a little heavier for me. I, I carry my MacBook Air and I already got the, the cable for it in there. And with that in there, it's a bit too much stuff to carry. Um, yeah, these things are fabulous. Everybody, but, no matter who you are, everybody should have some sort of external battery or some sort of backup charger like this. Because I have one too. And it's, it's, it's great. It's also great. I used it like um, on our last cruise. I used it for when yeah. we were on the beach. If, if my my i uh, my old iPhones, which I now call my iPhone Touch, if that started to uh, deplete, I just had it right there. Or when we're on the plane and you don't have any um, power outlets on the plane, I just used yeah, yeah. I just used that, and I was able to charge it. You know, before yeah. we got to the room. In fact, I gave it to my son. He just went on a cruise last week, so I got it all charged up for him. Said here, when you go to the beach, you can use this to charge your Kindle, and mm-hmm. uh, it works great. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh, and also, I didn't realize it comes in white also. It's black or white. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I did. It. Oh, yeah, you know something? You, you can't even see it on the page. That's why. Yeah. They don't have a website. I, I don't get that. It's really weird. Um, I, 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 when you click on the, uh, the, the link, uh-huh. it should take you to it. It goes to an Amazon link and shows you different products that you can buy directly from them. Huh. Yeah, um, I, I don't understand that, but it is re- really, really cool. I think it's great for students in terms of parents want to be able to talk to you kids, okay? The excuse of your battery <laughs> running out and all that other stuff that you didn't get the text, you didn't hear the phone call, that won't work if you had this mm-hmm. thing. So. <laughs> and it's not that expensive. No. It's only, it's only what, $39? Yeah. $39.99. Yeah. Yeah, so... It was originally ninety nine ninety nine. I don't know when that was, but it's marked down to thirty nine ninety nine now. I love it. I love this thing. Uh, and you know, I like gadgets. I'm, now I'm buying cheaper gadgets because I, I am on a budget now. <laughs> I guess that means we're not getting a. You're not buying your sisters anything, or. No, I'm not buying a new laptop or a new phone. Thanks. Thanks. We'll remember you at Christmas. <laughs> So, Suzanne, you had one more item you wanted to share? I have one more, and I'm leaving for France in a few weeks. And, you know, I, the thing, oh, I know, I love it. Um, (laughs) it, You know, when we were there a month last year, it was uh, was great because, you know, I was speaking French every day. And, you know, the more you speak it, it, you know, when you have an immersion experience, 
it's great because you really pick up on the nuances of the language. You know, you pick up on, you know, the imperfect tense. And French is French is kind of tricky in, in many ways. So I used to listen just podcasts. You know, I think the Michelle Thomas method is a great method for people that want to learn um, French. Um, and also there's Coffee Break French, which is a, it's a free podcast. That's, that's a really great uh, podcast for people if they want to listen to that. But then along came this free app called Duolingo. And I can't even believe it's free. There's no ads. There's no gimmicks with this. You know, because usually when you have free apps, you always invariably have, you know, ads that you have to deal with. This doesn't. It offers you classes in Spanish, uh, English. So if there's, you know, people out there that want to learn English, uh, French, German, Portuguese, and Italian. So those are the those are the six languages that they're offering right now. And what you do is when you open up the app, you can sign in with Facebook, which I, I never do. I just created a username. And you can either start off with basics or they have different types of locked categories. So you have to work yourself up to a locked category. And I'm telling you, I've actually, I have a fairly good vocabulary in French, but this is, this is making it so much better. There's some uh, verbs that uh, I've learned through this, which, you know, verbs are always a good thing. And it, it actually brings you, I would say, right into almost an advanced mode. I mean, never mind Rosetta Stone. This is just a fabulous app. And you get points. So you start off with hearts. So if you make mistakes, you get three hearts. Then you get a heart taken away. So, you know, you want to keep, you can keep repeating um, a unit until you get it all correct, which, you know, that's mm -hmm. what you want to do. But it's not only, you know, you're just learning it. You're, it makes you speak into your um, iPhone. So it's either your iPhone or your iPad. I have it on both. But so say, for instance, they'll actually have a native speaker that will give you a phrase and you have to repeat it back. And if you don't repeat it back correctly, then you lose a heart. If you do, then you go on to the next you know, thing. And it also makes you write. So you have to translate. And some of it is repetitive with a unit, but you find yourself, you know, not even thinking and you're learning it. So I think this is the absolute most fabulous learning um, language app there is in the app store. And I, I still am amazed that it's free. It should be on everyone's iPad as far as I'm concerned. I am hooked on Duolingo. Because, you know, I live in the South, and there's a lot of um, Spanish speakers here. And I've been, you know, I keep saying to myself, you know, I really need to learn some Spanish. So with Duolingo, you know, after I come back from uh, France, I would really like to learn some basic, uh, you know, Spanish. So... And, and, of course, German is a very difficult language, too, and they, they offer that. So I, I just think, you know, if you want to learn a language, um, this is just a really fabulous app because it makes you write it, you hear it, and you speak it. So the, how does, when you speak it, does it listen to your... Yeah. Uh-huh. So like Rosetta Stone does. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wow. And it's free. Rosetta Stone is very expensive. I know. I know. I, I bought it years ago when we were um, going to, you know, I wanted to refresh my French because I hadn't spoken it for a long time. And I thought, you know, I really need a refresher class in it. And this this blows, I mean, this really is just fabulous. And you can just sit there on your iPad or your iPhone, you know, if you're waiting at a doctor's office or whatever, you can, you don't want to speak into the phone. But you can say, it does have an option to say, I, I can't use the microphone right now. So you can go mm -hmm. on to the next thing. Where was this when I took high school French? Oh, I know. 
I know, and it and you know it's really great because you know it has, it gives you a lot of uh, the different conjugations. Um, you know, it uh, it does the imperfect, it does you know plurals, it does colors, I mean, everything you can possibly think of. You know, present tense, past tense, future tense, in, you know, imperfect. Just a fabulous app. I highly, highly recommend it. I think, you know, for any um, kid that right now is, is, you know, maybe learning a language like in fourth, fifth grade or, you know, I don't know. I can't remember what they, when they start. They probably even start earlier. You know, parents should probably uh, download this app um, on, you know, that child's iPad because this would this would be just a fabulous way for them to strengthen their skills in that language. Mm. Yeah, I know. So do, we, I think we Duolingo. I think we start. I know it's seventh grade here, but that might even that might, might even be now fifth grade. I took my first first French class in fourth grade. Yeah, mine was seventh grade. Like, wow! So nice. Well, we have come to the end of our show this week. We would uh, love it if you would give us a review or a star rating on iTunes, and that uh, helps other people find the podcast, so we would really appreciate that. We'd also love it if you would join our Google Plus community or our Facebook community. You can get a hold of us on Twitter, and all of that information is on the show notes page, which you can be found at 3geekyladies.com with the number three spelled out. has all the links to our email, our Twitter, our Facebook, and our Google Plus community. And we'd love it, like I said before, we'd love it if you would join Google Plus, get the conversation going, tell us what uh, topics you'd like us to talk about, or tell us what apps that you like to use, what back-to-school apps or, or websites you use or products that you think would be helpful for somebody else, and we can pass it on to the other listeners. So I would like to say thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Au revoir. people my name is peter bird and i am the host of the deeper look podcast the idea behind the show is that we talk to our guests and we learn more about them the subjects the people the things that shape their lives or the things they're interested in or the things they would possibly want to know more about basically we just like to look a little deeper and see what's there and to learn if that appeals to you or you like that idea or if even if you have a guest that you think we should try and speak to then Come on by and give us a go. We are part of the Stoplight Network.